God bless you. God bless you all for joining in with us on this morning. We are so delighted to have you joining us with, with us on this morning. As we delve into a time in the Word of God, we're delighted to have you joining with the Bethel Emmanuel Temple Church of God in Christ family, where our bishop and prelate is Bishop Curtis Bernard Sexton, prelate for the Guyana Ecclesiastical Jurisdiction along with Suriname. We are located at 106-23-154th Street, Jamaica, New York. If you're in the area, come on and join with us. We bless God for having you with us on this morning. Again, I am Elder Andy Smith. I serve as the assistant pastor of the Bethel Emanuel Temple Church of God in Christ family. I am delighted. I am overjoyed to have you with us on this morning as we share a time in the Word of God. You know, there's a lot of things that are going on. There's a lot of things that are happening, things that have us down and and we want to move away um, from what God is or who God is in our lives because we don't understand but I can I encourage you today that it's nothing that is going on that God does not know there is nothing that is going on that God is not aware of nothing catches God by surprise God is not surprised by anything because one he is the author two he is the finisher of our faith and we bless God just for being God in all of our lives I am excited today to have you with us as we delve into a time in the Word of God if you would I need you to open up your Bibles as we go into the Word of God and we'll be coming from Matthew the 8th chapter and we're going to read a few verses. We're going to read verses 19 and verses 20. Matthew 18, verse 19 through 20. When you have it, you can give it a thumbs up and all of that great stuff. God bless my little sister is in on this morning. God bless you, LaDania. Um, hallelujah. When you have it, you can you can send a thumbs up or hearts that we have Matthew the eighth chapter verses nineteen to twenty. Matthew eight verse nineteen to twenty. And it reads as this Matthew eight verse nineteen to twenty. And a certain scribe came and said unto him, Master, I will follow thee whithersoever thou goest. Verses 20 says, And Jesus said unto him, The foxes have holes, and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man had nowhere to lay his head. Jesus said, The foxes have holes, the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man had no place or nowhere to lay his head. If you will bow your heads with me in the word of prayer. Father, we thank you. God, we give you glory and we give you praise, God. Father God, we know that there's never been a time, God, that you've spoken and your people have not been spoken to, God. There's never been a time, God, that you've touched and your people have not been touched, God. So God, you speak, God, and your people would have been spoken to, God. 
God, you touch God and your people would have been touched, God. Father God, allow me to be that vessel, Father God, to be used by you, God. Father God, we thank you, God, for clarity of thought, God, and clarity of speech, God. Father God, anything that is Andy, God, let it fall to the ground and die, God. And Father God, everything that is you, God, let it find root in the hearts of your people, God. God, that it would have spring forth, Father God, some 30, some 60, and some 100 fold, and in the end, eternal life, God. Father God, we thank you, God, that the words of our mouths and the meditation of our hearts will be acceptable in your sight. God, you are a strength and our redeemer. Let the people of God say amen, amen, and amen. God is still worthy of all praises, and he is worthy of all the thanks. A brief summary of Matthew. The date and place is written in Judah, traditionally A.D. 37. The author is Matthew called Levi, son of Alphaeus and brother of James, a publican and one of the twelve apostles. He is supposed to have preached in Judea for 15 years, going to Ethiopia and other lands afterwards. He did not suffer martyrdom. The theme of Matthew. Jesus Christ is Jehovah, King of the Jews and Savior of the world. It is particularly the gospel of Israel. Four events in infancy. Ten parables, two miracles, and nine discourse. And six events of passion, of his passions. The statistics of Matthew. Matthew is the 40th book in the Bible. It has 28 chapters, 1,071 verses, 23,684 words, 177 questions. 25 Old Testament prophecies, 47 New Testament prophecy, 815 verses of history, 256 verses of prophecy, 164 unfulfilled and 92 fulfilled. Two distinct messages from God and that is a brief summary of Matthew. Well, I know that this time of the year, we have gone through a phase in our lives. A phase in our lives that we're seeing our children even more. When it comes to our school and the school district, we are seeing our children even more. I'm going to do something this morning that I don't normally do. I always give a topic towards the middle of what I'm speaking about. But today I'm going to give the topic, and the topic will be God's resting place. And our topic for today will be God's resting place. Well, I can recall my children, even as they go through the school system earlier in their lives, and I'm sure most of you can remember this. And as they came home, there was a point where they came home with a song that it was taught in school. And this song is a very familiar song. And it was an impressionable song on their minds. And they came home and the song that helped them to identify themselves. And the song went something like this. It said, head and shoulders 
knees and toes, knees and toes, head and shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes. It said eyes and ears and mouth and nose. It said head and shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes. Uh, as you get out of your bed uh, every morning, your five senses are hard at work. The sunlight coming through the window, the smell of breakfast, the sound of the alarm clock. All these movements are the products of your environment, your sensory organ, and your brain. The ability to hear, touch, see, taste, smell are hardwired into your body. All these five senses allow you to learn and make decisions about the world around you. The purpose of your five senses. Your senses connect you to your environment with information gathered by your senses. You can learn to make more informative um, decisions, better taste, for an example, alerts you to uh, the potential of dangerous or harmful food. The chirping in the trees of the birds tells you that there are trees and there's water close by. Sensations are connected are collected by our sensory organs that interpret it to the brain. But how does the information like texture, light, makes our body command make it to our body's command center? There is a specialized branch of the nerve called uh, the sensory nervous system. The sensory organs in the body uh, are, are connected to the brain via nerves. And the nerve sends message, electrical, chemical impulses to the brain. The sensory nervous system gather the, and sends constant flood of sensory data of your environment. This information about color, shapes, fields, and objects nearby help your brain to determine what they are. There are five basic senses proceed in the body. There's a hearing the touch, the sight, and the smell. Each of these senses are tools the brain use to build clear pictures of the world. Each of these senses are what the brain uses to have a clear picture of the world around you. It is safe to say that our kids were taught how the human connects with the world around them. The eyes were the ones that reveal or to make things clear. The eyes is what reveals or it makes things clear. The ears alert based on the sound being received, whether it is good or it is bad. The mouth or the tongue, it instructs us. It tastes, it evaluates, and it informs. Our mouth instructs. It tastes, it evaluates, and it informs. And our mouth also proclaims. And it lets us know what is and what's not. It proclaims, it pronounces, and it denounces. That's what the mouth is for, the tongue is for. And the nose, the nose is, is that sensory organ that collects the airborne data. It is safe to say that, that, that it collects data to let you know if something is hazardous or something is good. It is amazing to me that four out of the five senses are, are located within the structure of the head. 
It is amazing to me that four out of the five senses is located within the structure of the head. The sensory organs cannot functional function outside of the nervous system the sensory organs cannot function outside of its nervous system and you guess it where is the nervous system located it's located within the structure of the head the nervous system is located within the structure of the head from the sensory organs, uh huh, it makes its way to the nervous system and decisions are made from the sensory nervous system. It goes back and, and our brain becomes our command center. The brain is the command center. So every command that our body receives comes from the command center. But these are all structurally located inside of the head. Basically everything starts in the head and everything ends with the head. Everything starts in the head and everything ends within the head. Everything starts in the command center and everything ends with the command center. The hands, the hands, the hands are, are used to touch or it, it's, it's used to connect based on the instructions that are coming from the command center. The hands are used to connect. It is used to touch based on the instructions that are coming from the command center. The the hands are a part of the body's vehicular makeup. The hands are a part of the body's vehicular makeup. Nothing gets done if the body is not moving. Nothing gets done if the body is not moving. There cannot be any impact if there's no connection from the hands. There cannot be any impact if there's no connection via the hand. The text brings us to a conversation between Jesus and one of the scribes or the teachers of the law. After seeing Jesus' miracle, the scribe wanted to follow Jesus. The answer the scribe got from Jesus was not very interesting. He simply said to the scribe, The foxes have holes and the birds of the air have their nests, but the Son of Man had no place but to lay his head. He said, The foxes have holes. The birds of the air have his nests, but the Son of Man had no place to lay his head. It must have been puzzling to the scribe. <laughs> Being that Jesus was just doing miracles and Jesus did not say to him, follow me. Instead, Jesus points out how the foxes and the birds, after a long day of toiling, had a place to call home. They had a resting place or a place to connect. He, he made sure that he understood that the foxes and the birds had somewhere after a long day of toiling where they can rest their head, where they could connect because it had a place called home. Jesus said, I have no place to lay my head. Jesus said, I have no place to lay my head. Jesus said, I had no place to lay my head. And we're talking about the resting place, God's resting place. It is very interesting that at the time, the written word, uh, the written 
written word or the law is still in place. The written word or the law is still in place because we see the scribe coming on the scene because he, he is, is, is astute in the written word. And the living word, Jesus, is preparing for the redemptive work that would connect people that were separated by tradition. That would connect people that were separated by tradition to their God. Jesus was getting ready to, to go and do the redemptive work on the cross that would connect people that were separated by tradition to their God. The scribe knew the law. He knew tradition, but he was not connected. The scribe did not understand what was being conveyed to him. Jesus is saying, I have no place to lay my head. Jesus said, I have no place to lay my head. He said, I have no place to lay my head. My brothers and sisters, how is it that the one who is over all things, the one who owns all things, has no place to lay his head? How is it that the one that is over all things, the one that owns all things, has no place to lay his head? There is a sense that Jesus is a expressing a disconnect from his resting place. It is a sense that Jesus is expressing a disconnect from his resting place. Jesus is expressing a disconnect from his resting place because he says, I have no place to lay my head. Hallelujah. My brothers and sisters, the whole Bible, when you read the Bible, you would find that the Bible is a love story. It is a one-sided love story. It is a love story of a God seeking after his people. A husbandman seeking after his bride. And it is an everlasting love seeking reciprocation. It is an everlasting love seeking reciprocation. And it's a head seeking its body. It is a head seeking after its body. Let me say that again. The Bible is a one-sided love story. It's a one-sided love story of a God seeking after his people. A husbandman seeking after his bride. And it's an everlasting love seeking reciprocation. It is a God or a head seeking after his body in Colossians 1 17 through 19 and he, he is before all things and by him all things consist and he is the head of the body the church who is the beginning the firstborn from the dead that in him that in all things he may have preeminence verses 19 says for it pleases the father that in him should all fullness dwell and i wanted to stop right there all fullness dwell when you use the word fullness there is a, a sense of completion there is a sense of completion or wholeness when you see the father said in jesus or fullness dwells or completion dwells or wholeness dwell well at this point jesus is disconnected based on the law from the from the beginning of the word, there was a one-sided love story. God seeking after his 
people. This husband man seeking after his bride. A God or a head seeking after his body. And this right now Jesus is about to go to do a redemptive work on the cross. That would bridge the gap between his people and their God. God is going to bridge the gap. But the, the scribe cannot understand what he's saying. That I have no place to lay my head. I have no connection with my body at this time. And I'm trying to get to a place where a connection can be made through the spiritual sensory organs. But you to be in a place to receive what the head is about to give to you. The word that we use to describe the church is called ecclesia. Ecclesia means the called out body of believers. The word ecclesia means the called out body of believers. That is the church. May I submit to you, my brothers and sisters, that the body cannot function without being connected to the head. The body cannot function without being connected to the head. Our bodies cannot function without being connected to the head. If the body isn't connected to the head, the sensory connection, without the sensory connection, there is no movement. If the body is not connected to the head, there is no movement. There is no direction. There is no revelation. There is no sensitivity. And there is no connection because there is no head. Without the head, there is no movement. There is no direction. There is no revelation. There is no sensitivity. And there is no connection because there is no head. My brothers and sisters, God is depending on us, his body, to touch and to connect with the world. We are God's hands. We are the ones that are going to carry the word. We are the vehicle that are going to carry the word and God to the nation. The body is God's vehicle. The church is God's vehicle. The church is God's vehicle. We will impact this world in the name of Jesus the Christ, but we've got to be connected to the head. The body cannot function if it's not connected to the head. The body cannot function if God does not have a resting place. If the head cannot rest on the body and connect with the body, then there will be no impact in the world. David understood this. David understood this well as he was about to go up against a nine foot nine inches Goliath. David understood this well when he went up against a nine foot nine inches Goliath. The Bible says he was six feet and a span. Six cubic feet and a span. A cubic foot is one and a half foot or it is 18 inches. When you multiply that, you will get nine feet. And a span is actually nine inches the distance between your finger and down here. So he was nine feet, nine inches tall. David said, listen here, I'm going to let you know, according to 1 Samuel, the 17th chapter and the 46th verse, David said, listen, there are several things that are going to happen. One, God is going to deliver you in my hand. Two, when he delivers you in my hand, I'm going to smite you. 
And three, when I'm done smiting you, I'm going to take off your head. I'm going to take off your head. Now, I believe, I don't know this to be all factual, David was not taking any chances with just a stone. Hitting a nine foot nine inch giant. David said, now in order for me to move into a place of dismantling his movement, I have to take off his head. Because if I take off his head, I disconnect his body from his, his, um, um, central nervous system. I disconnect his body from his command center and the body cannot move without the head. David understood if I remove his head, then there's no motion in the body listen here today i want to encourage you that god is depending on each and every one of us to be connected to the head as his bodies to be connected to the head as his body david understood this that if he disconnected the head the body could not move listen here god wants to rest God wants to rest on his body. I want to say this to you, and I want to say this so. God wants to rest on his body, which is the church. God wants to rest on his body, which is the church. But just know one thing, God is still a gentleman. He wants to rest on his body, the church, but God is a gentleman. He will not rest where he's not welcome. God will not rest where he is not welcome. So when you hear Jesus says that I have no place to lay my head, Jesus was saying that I don't have a body that is connected with me, that is willing to take me resting on them, and is allowing me to rest on them, because what they were dealing with was the law and not grace. Hallelujah. Jesus said, I will rest on you, but you have to allow me to rest on you. I'm a gentleman. I'm not going to force myself on you, but I will give you what you allow. I will give you what you receive from me. God made us free more agents, so he will lead us. If we allow him. God made us free moral agents. So he will lead us. If we allow him. To <clears throat> God will lead us. If he. If we allow him. Now the requirement. Is to be connected. To his head. The requirement as a body. Is to be connected. To the head. Even as a head and shoulders, knees and toes, they taught our kids head and shoulders, knees and toes. It was very interesting to see that even when they taught our kids head and shoulders, knees and toes, the focal point started with the head. The focal point started with the head. And if you notice that it started with the head and it was the hands that was showing all of the different parts. But it started with the head. It started with the head. My brothers and sisters, it is important, important <clears throat> that God will be the one instructing and commanding us from his command center. It is important that we are instructed by God from his command center. When we are connected to God, we would find that things are revealed. Why are they revealed? Because the head will show us them. 
through that sensory organ our spiritual sensory organ we will have sight God will show us his will God will begin to reveal things to us as long as we are connected and we will begin to see what God wants us to see when we are connected to the head we will find a greater level of sensitivity we'll find a greater level of sensitivity because you will be able to sniff out those things that are not of God you'll be able to sniff out and be sensitive to the move of God whether you should go in a certain area or you should not based on the spiritual sensitivity that is coming from your sensory organ which is in the head which is a part of God God will reveal to you through his eyes he will reveal to you through the sensitivity of the spirit of God because he would sniff out what is not needed in your life we are connected to God by the head if we are alert we are alert through the hearing we are alert through the hearing because God is gonna let us know through the hearing this is not the way to go let me reveal myself to my church this is not how it's going to be done let me reveal myself to the church if you needed to pick something up first of all it comes from the sensory nervous system it sends a signal down to your body the foot starts to move you go into that area that you need to pick something up then it says the hand I need you to pick it up but none of this can be done if the head is not connected God wants us to be connected to him to receive a download where he wants us to go what he wants us to do what he wants us to say in this time God wants to connect with the world through you and through me yes you God wants to use you a part of his body to connect to the world the world cannot be connected to God unless the body is moved to be connected by the head which gives instructions for us we don't know what to do unless we hear from God unless we get instructions from God or guess God reveals to us we don't know what to do unless we hear from God when God gives us instructions to move my God my God Jesus is saying, I have no place to lay my head. There is a disconnect. Jesus is saying, I need you to receive my head. I need you to receive my instructions for your life. The world cannot see Jesus unless our hands touch the world. Unless we move as a vehicle for God to take the word to the world, to impact the nation, to touch those people that are hungry, to care for those that are sick. God needs you. God needs me to go into the world and impact the world but we have to be connected to the head hallelujah hallelujah we have to be connected to the head we have to be connected to the head because we receive instructions from the head we receive directions from the head God gives us instructions on what we should do and where we should not go and what we should avoid based on the sensitivity from the Spirit of God based on the sensitivity from the spiritual sensory nervous system from the spiritual sensory organs our nose being able to sniff out the 
enemy to being able to sniff out evil and to know when there is good because we're receiving information from the head but God cannot give us information unless we allow him to rest on our body unless we allow him to rest on the church unless we allow him to lead us and to guide us into all truths God needs you my brother God needs you my sister you are the hands that God have in this earth you are the body that God has in this earth in order for us to impact this nation God is going to do it through his church but the church has to be connected to the head the church has to receive instruction from the head the head is the command center and God wants to use you he wants to use me today to impact this world right now to touch the world to connect the world to God God cannot touch the world unless we touch him he needs his body and he needs his body to receive him as a resting place God needs us God needs us to carry the word into the world I'm getting excited because God is the one that is going to give you proper instruction if you are sensitive to God if you are connected to the head if you're connected to the Godhead then you will receive instructions when you hear from the Spirit of God you will receive instructions when God begins to speak to you and he tells you what you need to do you will be sensitive to the things around you, you will be sensitive to the aroma around you but God wants to rest on his body but is his body ready to receive God and resting on them because when God rests on us and he gives us instructions, the instructions is not for us to say, God, maybe I will do this or I will do it another time. He needs us to take his instructions at the move when he tells us to move. My brothers and sister, we need to be God's resting place. We need to be God's resting place. As his body, we can take the word to the world because God is resting on us. But is he still saying that I have no place to lay my head? Is he still having an issue because there's no place for him to lead? There's no place for him to send a signal and tell you what you need to do. There's no place through his sensory, his spiritual sensory uh, um, nervous system to tell you, you need to move, you need to touch that sister over there. That brother is hungry, I need you to go and feed that brother. That person is hurting, I need you to go and comfort them. That person right now needs your love. I need you to put your arms around them because that's how God touches people. He touches people through us, the church, because God is the head and he wants to lead us. He wants to guide us. He wants us to impact the world, but we cannot impact the world if we are not allowing God a resting place. If we are not allowing God a resting place, we cannot impact the world. We cannot touch people. We cannot change lives. Because the way God touches people is through our hands. The way the word of God gets to different places is with our feet. The way God embraces us with our body. Moving, but we have to move in connection 
with the head. Jesus was saying to the scribe, at this point there is a law and I am grace. There is a gulf. There is a disconnect. And I cannot lay my head on the law. I need to go and do a redemptive work on the cross in order for me to set on my people, in order for me to direct my people, in order for my people to be sensitive to the spirit of God. I need you, God is saying, I need each and every one of you to avail yourself to be a resting place for God, to be a resting place for the head. To be a resting place for the king of king. To be a resting place for the lord of lords. To be a resting place for the husband man. To be a resting place for the God of our nation. We cannot know what we ought to do. Unless we have been led and we have been guided by God. Our sensory or our spiritual sensory organs connect us via our sense, spiritual sensory nervous system, which comes to the command center, which be, which is the instructions that we get from God Himself. The scripture says, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the hearts of men the things that God had prepared for us that love him and how do we love him to love him is to know him to love him is to obey him to love him is to be instructed by him are we allowing God to rest on us as the body of Christ are we allowing the head of the church to give us instructions to move when he says to move, to speak when he says to speak, to touch when he says to touch. Because know this one thing, if the instructions is coming from the head, then it's the right time to move. If the instructions is coming from the head, then it's the right time to touch. If the instructions is coming from the head, then there is clarity. Because God is showing you where you should go. And he's having you to be sensitive to your spiritual sensitivity. He's having you to be sensitive to an area that can be harmful to you. That areas that can be hazardous to you or it is safe for you to go. But we have to be connected to the head. And allow the head to rest on our bodies. My brothers and sisters. I want to pray with you right now. Father, we thank you and we bless you for these, your people. Father God, and the word that you've given me to speak to your people on today. God, help us, Father God, to be connected to you, which is our head. Help us allow you to rest on us, God, because we understand that you are gentlemen, God, and you will not force yourself on us. Help us, Father God, to move when you tell us to move. To speak when you tell us to speak. To touch when you tell us to touch. Father God, because we are your spiritual vehicle. We are the things, or we are the ones that will take your word to the world. We are the one that will touch the people. Father God, because we are your body. We are the ones that will impact the lives of people. Based on the instructions that you are giving us, God.
God, we thank you right now for our spiritual sensory organs, God. We thank you right now for being connected to you, the head, God. We thank you, Father God, for you resting on us as the church. That we can be a light in the, the world, God. That we can be an impact in the world, God. That we can touch the lives of people, God. And that we can embrace our people, God. Father God, and we have not done it, Father God. Father God, we repent right now, God. And we ask, God, that you rest on us, God. Father God, you rest on us and allow us, Father God, to move only when you say to move. To speak only when you say to speak, God. To touch only when you say to touch, God. Because if we move in your time, God, we understand that we're moving in the right time. God, we give you glory we give you praise for these, your people, Father God. God, as they go throughout the day, Father God, and throughout the week, Father God, that they would receive you, Father God. Father God, resting on their lives and leading and guiding them throughout the week, God. We give you glory. We give you praises for it now. In the name of Jesus. We so bless God for you all being here with us. I am so grateful and I am so delighted for the opportunity to share with you. If it is your time of tithing, you can actually look on the screen. Um, our ways of electronic giving is posted on the screen that you can give um, to the household of faith. I am so excited to be a part of the family of God. We bring you greetings again on behalf of the Bethel Emmanuel Temple Church of God in Christ family, where our bishop and prelate is Bishop Curtis Bernard Sexton, prelate for the Guyana Ecclesiastical Jurisdiction, along with Suriname. We are located in 106-23, 154th Street, Jamaica, New York. I am Elder Andy Smith, and I'm serving as the assistant pastor of the Bethel Emmanuel Temple Church of God in Christ. We thank God for our global family, those of you watching all over the world, those of you watching from the Bahamas, I see my brother in here, um, Keith, uh, I see my sister, Ladania, I see my cousin, um, Newton, uh, I bless God for all of you supporting us. I want to send a birthday shout out to one of my younger brothers, he thinks he's older than everybody, um, Rallo Smith, I said, you know, happy birthday to you, Rallo, um, I call him Porkchop. And he and I knows what the pork chop is about. But happy birthday, Rallo. Have a blessed and a wonderful day. I am so delighted for uh, our local family, the Bethel Emmanuel Temple Church of God in Christ family. Ah, I see my cousin Van Dyke. God bless you, Van Dyke. God bless you. So delighted to see you here. Um, let's pray for the 49ers tonight. Uh, I'm so delighted that you are here joining with us. It's like I said, our local family, the Bethel Emmanuel Temple Church of God in Christ, our virtual family, those of you just watching via the Internet. And we thank God for all of you. Brother Marty Hodges, I bless God for you. I'm um, praying for you as always. <clears throat> thank God for our media team. Thank God for um, Sister Claire, you know. <clears throat> working behind the scenes. She's such a hard worker. I bless God for all of you. Um, I, I, I noticed that our sister Toisha celebrated her fifth anniversary over there in Jamaica. Made me wanted to tell her to bring me back a cup of water because the water was so crystal clear and clean. Happy anniversary to you and Deacon Phil. God bless you guys. 
and may his continual overflowing blessing flood your lives. Uh, we are thankful to God again for our, our pastor, Bishop Curtis Bernard Sexton, even our elect lady, Denise Sexton. Um, I want to bless God for my beautiful wife, Sister Carrie Ann Smith. <clears throat> She's the one that keeps me in line. I bless God for her. Sister Stephanie Ricks, God bless you, evangelist. Fireball, fireball, fireball. Again, I want to thank God for all of my uh, family in the Bahamas. I don't know if I saw Patsy. Um, I saw my sister, LaDania. <clears throat> um, all of you watching, my cousin Newton, I bless God for you all, for your support. I just want you guys to know that God is still in control. Now, again, <clears throat> I want to... To um, remind you all, if it's your week of tithing, if it's your week of tithing, um, go ahead and give via our our, our um, electronic giving. Sorry, um, give via our electronic giving. Um, hopefully, God bless, God willing, on next week we may be back in the sanctuary, but um, um, we're gonna keep praying. We're gonna keep praying that all is well. Uh, we bless God also every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. We are live. We are live, so join us again. <clears throat> this same station, maybe not the same place, but join us live at sun Sunday morning at 10 a.m. As we share and delve into a time in the Word of God. Um, I tell you right now, you don't want to miss next Sunday. Because I believe that God is going to show up. He's going to show out in the lives of his people. And also, I want you to be aware that every Sunday at 9 a.m., at 9 a.m. Um, via Zoom, as well as Facebook Live, um, our Sunday school is going on with our very own Elder George Giddings and Evangelist Joyanne Giddings. They're doing a phenomenal job of teaching uh, for Sunday school out try my best to be in most Sundays but 9 a.m. is our Sunday school um, Facebook live as well as Zoom, and 10 a.m. is our live service again you don't want to miss come on and join in with us if you are in the area of South Jamaica come and join us 106-23 154th Street Jamaica New York come on jump in with us clap your hands stomp your feet Run as much as you want to run. Worship the Lord in your own way. And let God bless you through the preach word and through the fellowship with the family of God. I just want you guys to know that I'm excited um, for the Lord and what he's doing in our lives. I miss all of you. I miss seeing your faces. And I can't wait to see you guys in the sanctuary again. So until we meet again, I want you to know that I love you. And there's nothing. Absolutely nothing that you can do about it. God bless you all. I love you, the global church. I love you, the virtual church. And I love you, the local church. The Bethel Emmanuel Temple Church of God in Christ family. The best church family on this side of heaven. We bless God for all of you. Just for being so wonderful. Just for being so loving. Don't forget your obligation go on to our givelified and our cash app if it's your week of tithing go ahead and tithe and give uh to the house of god the lights cannot be on um with hallelujah uh, the lights cannot be on with speaking in tongues we, we we've got to pay bills 
and we only pay our bills based on you continual giving and we bless God for all of you we love you I'm saying it again I love you all and there is nothing you can do about it I love you <laughs>